Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. If you guys are interested in being a creator of any kind on social media, you have to check out Creator Source. This is really a genius, genius company that I really wish existed when I first started all of this or even just a few years ago. Um, They have a bunch of tools on the platform. They have something called My Game Plan. It builds you a custom plan for signing brand deals. Social Audit, which makes you irresistible to brands with an optimized profile. Media Kit makes brands fall in love with you. Um, They also have a contact database and templates to tell you who to email and what to say to sign deals with brands that you love. And they also have top weekly campaigns. They're highlights for low-hanging fruit campaigns that you can apply to in just minutes. And even the smaller campaigns add up. So Creator Source offers a free seven-day trial, so it's risk-free to check it out for yourself and make sure it works for you. And exclusively for what we said, listeners, they're offering a 30% discount, so it's only $49 a month after the trial. Visit GetCreatorSource.com and use the code WHATWESAID30 to sign up today. That's GetCreatorSource.com and use the code WHATWESAID30. Go check it out. Hey guys, welcome to the What We Said podcast. Today is so much fun. It's going to be so special because we have Rachel and Danny on the podcast with us, our besties. You've heard about them, but we just realized you've actually never heard from them. On the podcast. Yeah, on the podcast. So thanks for tuning in. If you're new here, thanks for uh, listening. If you're old, welcome ladies. (laughs) How how are we feeling? Oh, I'm excited how are you feeling Rachel? i'm feeling great <laughs> we're like we're podcast noobs so yeah. we'll see how this goes <laughs> we, we just had to give them a lesson we're like okay don't inter- interrupt each other we also left one of our mics at tyson's house so they're sharing a mic we're like you know it is what it is we're gonna make it work we're figuring it out and i feel like the interrupting thing is real because when we're all <laughs> hanging out we're all screaming over each other so <laughs> that's why i did that's why I did feel I needed to make it a point in this episode specifically. I'm like, just let's all just let each other finish our thoughts, but we'll we'll do our best. Always when we're with our friends on the podcast, like whenever Beth is on or Tyson, we're like, okay, everybody, before the episode starts, hold your thoughts until the person is done with their thought. Because all of our friends are chatty. Loud. There's yeah. literally not one friend I have who's like quiet. But yeah, we're excited. We're going to do today's episode is going to be fun because we're talking all about female friendships. And I feel like this is a topic that we touch on a lot on our podcast and like in advice columns and stuff people will write in. But we want to do it with our actual besties and get your guys feedback too. We needed to give like the origin story 100% of how we all met. So 
Danny and I, well, obviously you know how Chelsea and I met, okay? But <laughs> we're not going to go down that We're not going to go down that. But Danny and I met how long ago? You're better with time. I think it was 2018. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. I don't know what that math is. Like five years. So that was the same year we started the podcast, actually. Yeah, because I started shooting with you when you were just in your like Instagram era. And then I remember you telling me about starting the podcast. So it was like right before. Mm. And then I started shooting for what we said. Which yes. Is fun. Oh, my gosh. So Danny and I met. I wanted to hire someone. I wanted to hire a photographer to shoot for me for Instagram and stuff. And we met and this is like the story of my life. I'm like, I just want it to be like strictly. I just want to find someone who's like sweet and cute, but who's not like my friend so that I can kind of maybe boss them around a little bit. It's not like a friendship. It's like, okay, this is a business relationship. And very quickly, we just became very good friends. And so, yeah, we and then you got introduced to Chelsea because of the podcast and she started shooting us for the podcast. And then Rachel comes into the picture. She just snuck her little way in. <laughs> in. I did. How did you, when was the first time, do you remember the first time you met Chelsea and I? We met you guys in downtown LA and we were doing a What We Said photo shoot and I kind of tagged along with Danny and we were discussing, literally, I came so we could discuss the trip to Paris. That's right, because we already kind of planned to go yeah. to, to Paris together. Yeah, Europe. like... I think Rachel and I originally were like, hey, let's go on a best friend trip. We were in our traveling era. And then I think I brought it up to you saying, I want to go to Paris with my best friend, Rachel. And you're like, wait, I want to go to Paris and I can bring my best friend, Chelsea. <laughs> and we're like psycho for thinking that just four girls who barely know each other <laughs> are just going to get on a plane and go to Europe. But we're all equally obsessed with photos. So it also was like the perfect idea. And it ended up being the perfect idea because we're all photo junkies. It's true. <laughs> all photographers except Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. I She's like, the model. Yeah, I like take, uh, getting photos taken of me. <laughs> Best case scenario. And our, you know what? Our um, episode of us recapping France, which was a long time ago at this point. Was that in 2019 that we went? Because it was before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. The trip to France, it did happen. We were like, <laughs> we should go. And then we actually did it. And it was so fun. And our episode recapping, that was just Chelsea and I. But that was like, people absolutely loved that episode. And it was like one, one of, of our best. Yeah. It was one of our best episodes. People just loved hearing all the travel stories. So there's, that was just such a fun trip. There's no better way to get to know people than traveling with them. So it was good that all of us, because even me and Danny, like we had been on maybe a couple, what we said, photo shoots, but I guess we'd only been doing the podcast for a year. So it was like, I was going with Jay. She's like, oh, I'm going with Danny. And then she's bringing her friend. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm along <laughs> for the ride. And then we literally had so much fun in Paris. And uh, we went to the south of France, too. And it was just so much fun. We literally, it's like we had known each other for so long. It was so fun. I feel like that literally, like, solidified our friendship. Like, I remember in the beginning of the trip, it was kind of like, Rachel and I did our own thing. And you guys <laughs> yeah. did your own thing. Yes. And we had to hang out here and there. And then by the end, we were, like, obsessed with each other. Uh, and never wanted to leave Europe. It was oh, the best. I know. It was so fun. <laughs> I was just talking to Caitlin, actually, about... We were talking about girls trips or something. And I was like yeah we went to Paris in the south of France together just like on a girl's trip and then as I was talking about it, I was like yeah we would just go and like we'd make pasta and go to the and I was like I am so sad right now I need to go back 
Immediately. I was actually thinking that while I was prepping for the podcast. I was like, wait, when was the last time we took a trip? Just the four of us. Like, it's been a minute. Yeah. And we haven't really gone like outside of the state of California, I feel like. For so. the rest of the episode, let's just plan our next trip. <laughs> we are planning our next yeah. trip. <laughs> yes. One million percent. Well, speaking of Europe, Rachel has a big life announcement. <laughs> she has a big life update for us. We're making it official here. Yeah. Oh, we said podcast. Can't story. back out now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Now it's permanent. <laughs> No, I'm moving to Europe, kind of-ish. I guess moving seems like such an extreme term, and I can only be over there for 90 days legally. So I'm going for 90 days. Allegedly, she's moving Allegedly. There. Wait, if you, if you go for 90 days, could you literally come home for like two days and then go back? Or is it No, like the rules are you have to be there for, well, you can be there for 90 days, and then you have to leave for 90 days, and then you can come back for 90 days. Oh. But then I still have to research it. Don't judge me. It's like a month away. But I might go to like England, because England's different than the EU. So, okay. and you can be there for 180 so technically, I could just roam over there forever. But oh, interesting! Like, let's just yeah. say you have to come home after yeah. ninety days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll be us. missing you guys. I need to come home for the holidays for sure. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so excited to follow along with the Europe journey. Okay, give us like a synopsis of what led you to wanting to do this. Go to Europe. Now I want to think of like she's, a she's like answer. I don't even know. Um, like how long have you been thinking about it? I've been thinking about it since February. I originally was like, oh, I have a gig over there and photo a photo gig. I'm a photographer. And I was like, why not go over there for a few more weeks or months? And then I like started rolling with the idea of my best friend living in my place and kind of watching over my stuff and me being gone for like a little bit longer and she could pay my rent and I could use that money to travel. And then it kind of just like escalated into like, why am I holding so tightly onto something? And mm -hmm. I might as well trust the universe and kind of just go for it. and. Mm -hmm see what comes of it. So that's kind of like the game plan is just to take a leap and kind of go with the flow. So it like cracked open the door of possibility. Yes. It was kind of like a slow evolution, but just kept evolving into, I think I'm supposed to move out and I think I'm just supposed to take the jump. So I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so, you better, you. you best be making TikToks, girl, please. For <laughs> my, know. for my benefit, I want to watch the journey. I know. I'm trying to get back in the headspace to make TikToks. Yeah. I've been off it's the, okay if you the don't TikTok want to. for a minute. I force everyone. I know. Annoying. <laughs> um, no, I love when my friends just create content on any platform just selfishly so I can see what they're doing all day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you could just send it's me true. photos too. You could send it in the group text. That's fine too. No, but. I'll definitely be posting on TikTok, but we got to get back in the groove of it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> how are you feeling? We're just going to dive right into it. How are you yeah. feeling about dating in Europe? Are you like, I oh. want to date like all of the European men or I don't really, I'm not looking for anything. I'm so excited <laughs> just to get over there and meet people in general. And I'm assuming obviously I'll meet nice looking guys as well. It's Europe. So yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like we saw a million attractive people in Paris last time we were there. Well, but... all of us were married on that trip. Yeah, so. you guys are always all married. So. We plead the fifth. <laughs> But we also, <laughs> we're like, we don't know. We didn't see anyone. Um, no, we literally forced you to talk to that man who was unfortunately taken. Yes. Remember that? was that? unfortunate. Yeah. I actually watched your Paris vlog or the Nice vlog. Well, both of them mm -hmm. uh, recently. And I was dying laughing at that part. I was like, this is so embarrassing. Oh, not us explaining her putting that on our I vlogs. Know. I know. I think so <laughs> She's I, like, yeah, you did. Crap. You didn't just hear what I said. She's like, please was... don't go back and watch. <laughs> yeah. No, we were in Paris and... Yeah, but here's the thing about Rachel. You're bold. Mm -hmm. You will go up and talk to someone. Yeah. I do not think I would be able to do the same. We're like, that Rachel, that guy's so cute. He's holding a film camera. Like, hello. You know, maybe you guys have common interests. Go, just <laughs> go say something to him. She like, did not hesitate. She's like, okay. <laughs> and then 
Oh, his girlfriend walked up while you were talking to him. Yeah, it was like the most comedic timing I've ever experienced in my life. I was like, oh, why are you here? And he's like, actually, I'm here with my girlfriend. And she walked up. I was like, oh. Okay, goodbye. (laughs) That's so funny. One of my favorite combos that I discovered that is specifically using Clean Simple Eats protein powder is orange juice and Clean Simple Eats vanilla protein powder. Oof. It is literally the creamiest orange dreamsicle situation and you're getting a lot of protein in. I saw it on TikTok. And by the way, Clean Simple Eats is all over freaking TikTok. I have seen it so much, but please try it and tell me what you think because I am craving it. Like as I'm saying that, I'm like, I am going home and making that 100%. It is so creamy and delicious. So usually we find that protein powder has a chalky aftertaste, but Clean Simple Eats is different. It's so creamy and smooth with absolutely zero chalkiness. It does not have that classic like protein powder flavor, which is amazing. You can mix it with almond milk, orange juice, add it to your shake, add it to your oatmeal, which I've also done that. I've added it to oatmeal and it's super delicious as well. One of the things that we love about Clean Simple Eats is their high ingredient standards. Their protein powder is always grass-fed with no artificial ingredients. It's third-party tested, non-GMO, and gluten-free. Plus, Clean Simple Eats is a female-founded, female-owned business, which you know we love. They have 26 delicious all-natural flavors, and you can try 10 of them in their protein variety pack, which is only $18 with our code. I also gave my brother the chocolate protein powder. It's like a brownie one for Christmas. And he was saying that it's one of the most delicious protein powders he's ever had. We love a creamy protein powder, really. Mm -hmm. You just can't beat it. Visit cleansimpleeats.com and use the code of what we said at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's cleansimpleeats.com code what we said for 20% off your first order. Go check it out. Lady has been eating farmer's dog for years now. It is the only food we have fed her for the past few years, and she absolutely loves it. We love it because it comes to our door. It's super convenient. We just keep it in the the refrigerator. We can keep it in the freezer for like up to six months. And farmer's dog is really awesome because they are making fresh, healthy dog food instead of processed. And a lot of kibble is very processed. So, you know, if you're someone who wants to eat healthy and you value your health, you got to think about your dog's health too. And this is a great way to invest in your dog's health is to feed them real fresh ingredients. So the meals are personalized. You just tell them a little bit about your dog and they will deliver personalized vet developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Their meals are pre-portioned. So they arrive in pre-portioned, ready to serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule, which is so convenient. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. I love that it literally has lady's name on it. It says lady's turkey recipe. And then sometimes we give her the beef one. We like to switch it up for her. So it says lady's beef recipe. And my family always thinks it's so funny. They're like, where's the lady's turkey's recipe today? Like it's, you know, it's her little, it's her little moment of the day. And she loves eating it. It's personalized. Mm-hmm. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash what we said. Plus, you get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash what we said. Again, that's thefarmersdog.com slash what we said. I Are you going to download dating apps? Um, I haven't decided yet. I kind of want to like, yes. get there and get like settled and then I'll probably like explore. I also was like, can I just like get on the dating app to get a guy to help me like translate? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, how am I going to do my I'm like trying to figure out how I'm going to do my laundry over there because I'm like, oh. everything's going to be in French. So 
Might be gotta able do to it the old that. fashioned way. I know, hang it from the clothesline off my balcony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Reserve. No, we need someone there to like, yeah, just help you, you know, carry the bags, move in. That's what you're, we're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> so if anybody has anybody up in France that they know of. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so up. excited for you. Yeah, so where are you going all, all? You're just, you have one place like in France that you're starting out and then going free. Wow. Yeah, no plan. Gonna plan it while I'm there. But I'm probably going to end up, I want to start like in Paris and I think I want to go back to Nice Mm -hmm. because those feel familiar and I want to feel like grounded when I first get there. And then from there, I think I'm going to go to Italy and then I really want to end up in Sicily at some point. And then I don't know from there. Wow. We'll see. I just want to be by the water at first for sure. Me saying I'm so excited, not going. (laughs) No, but I'm like, everyone come visit me. This can be our next trip. (laughs) I know. Okay. I'm down. Well, Danny also just had a baby. How old is Sloan? He's almost three months, which is crazy. Oh my God. Blown by. So yeah, I'm a mom now. <laughs> it feels like you've had him forever, but yeah. it also feels like yesterday that you gave birth to him. 100%. It's so crazy. weird. He's so cute. He's so cute. <gasps> my little bestie. How's the transition been to being a mom? Honestly, I feel so lucky because I feel like he's been a very easy baby and I mean, we talked about it so many times of like our fears of becoming moms because our lives are just going to completely change in a moment. And are you going to be able to continue to do the things that you love? And what does life look like? And does it just revolve around this baby? And in so many ways, my life has changed. And yes, it does revolve around him. But he so easily has like fit into my life, which is so beautiful. Like, All my friends love him. You guys have been like family to us when we don't have family here. And so I just bring him with me everywhere we go and he just makes everything more fun. So it's been so sweet. And I just, I mean, it's only been three months, but I'm just like, oh my gosh, I get a million more with you just doing all the fun little adventures. It's so sweet. That was so, so sweet. fun. We, me and JC were just talking about this. We were like, Danny seems like she's been a mom for her whole life. You're so natural at it. Which is so weird because I literally <laughs> have never held a baby before yeah, my yeah. own. And I literally didn't even, I, I wouldn't change his diaper when he was first born. <laughs> like Chase was on diaper duty for two weeks. Mm-hmm. I also was recovering. So I have grace there, but <laughs> that needs to just be a universal rule of like oh, men changing the diaper. Yes, one hundred percent. But yeah, I didn't even change his diaper till he was like two weeks old, and I didn't even know how to do it. Chase had to teach me, <laughs> and so I'm like, it's just so funny how natural it has been because I was terrified, and I was like, I don't know if I'm qualified for this, but. Yeah. The buildup is always scarier than when it actually happens. It's like, oh, okay, this change is going to happen. Sometimes even when you know a change is going to happen, it makes it scarier. You're like, oh my gosh, what about this? You think of all the little things that could change. Oh wait, but I love this. What about this? And then once it happens, you're like, why was I so worried about that? It's totally fine. Yeah, it's a little hard, but it's definitely not as scary as I thought it was going to be. For sure. For sure. And I, you hear it all the time. Like, you're the perfect mom for your child. And I'm like, what does that even mean? And now I'm like, I understand. Like, I may not have as much, I didn't babysit my whole life or have a million siblings and I don't know what I'm doing. But for some reason, this kid loves me and he's yeah. happy and he's thriving and we were just made for each other. So Aww, this works. Sweet. Yeah. Aww, so it's true. so sweet. It is. It's like comforting to watch, honestly, because 
yeah, I feel like that's just like a, it's a new chapter that can be scary, but to watch you just be like very comfortable and confident, it's like so awesome to see. Yeah. As a friend. Thanks guys. I know we were saying maybe it's shocking because yeah, you, when you came to hold case for the first time, she came with Rachel and Rachel's like, yeah, was holding case. And Danny's like, I don't, I don't think I can do it. I don't know how to hold him. I'm going to break him. Having an anxiety attack. Yeah. And now you literally just bring Sloan everywhere. He's just always on like right next to your side. It's amazing. I love it. I feel like this episode is also, it's good because we're all in different life phases. And that's something that I feel like is unique but also kind of inevitable in a friend group it's pretty rare to be always in the exact same stage as all your friends and even Chelsea and I we would always joke like we're on the same cycle of life literally in every way it's like we would say we're on the same boy cycle because even in high school we would like we dated best friends like two boys that were best friends and then they like went on missions at the same time. So like we broke up with them essentially at the same time. And then we'd get into a new relationship at the same time, break up at the same time. It just felt like our lives were so We got engaged similar. at the same time, married at the same time. Everything. And so even when Chelsea got pregnant, that was like one of the first major life stages where it was like, oh, this is different for us. And I feel like that was like a, just like a weird transition for me personally, I guess I'll just speak for myself because it was like, oh, we've always had like the same life, like literally moved. I mean, not exactly, but even moved to California, started the podcast together. Now we're co or, you know, co-workers. And then to have it be like, oh, now we're different. It's, it's a inevitable thing that you go through as friends to like be in a different stage. And obviously like Danny and uh, Chelsea, you guys are moms now. I'm married, but I'm not a mom. And then Rachel, you're single. And it's like, I think that that's like one of the coolest parts of friendship is being able to like go through those stages together. And it's one of my favorite parts, though, because I get to witness, at least me, because I'm at the end of the train. Like I get Please, a witness. End of the train. She's I get the boost, baby. She's like I hit the last stage. <laughs> no, but I get to watch you guys like ahead of me and it's so inspiring and that's one of my favorite things about having friends at different levels and I even have friends I feel like that are a little bit younger than me and that I get to like help I don't know encourage along that journey I guess so that's kind of like the beauty of it too you know yeah it causes it's it causes a lot of beauty in a relationship and and a lot of meaningful conversations just a lot of meaningful experiences together but then it also has like it's growing pains where I feel like every time there is a change there's a little bit of like even like you moving it's like Oh, I'm so happy for you. But like, wait, no, stay, stay here. No, literally. You know? I was thinking like, wait, you're not going to be going to Pilates anymore. I was like, no, like it's, it's, you want to keep scary. Them. Yeah. You want to like keep them for yourself. Yes. Like selfishly, but you're also so happy to see them grow. And then it just encourages you to like self-reflect a little bit. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it takes both sides of a friendship and them both being in a healthy state of mind to stay friends and to like keep a relationship. Mm-hmm. It takes takes work. Mm-hmm. 100%. I think that is like one of my favorite things about our little friend group, though, is I feel like I'm going to cry this whole episode. Oh, <laughs> no, me too. I'm trying so hard to hear that. Literally, my ears are like poking, <laughs> prickly. <laughs> it will be a miracle if we walk out with dry eyes. But we, there's just never been like, competition between us and I think because of that we've like just been able to champion each other where each other's at like we just talked about in the beginning when 
we first became friends and went to Paris, we all bonded over the fact that we were photographers and content creators and in that world. And then when we weren't in that world anymore, like it could have been so easy for us to just go do our own things and have our own lives. But we've like really fought for friendship and like have just rallied around each other in the different seasons. And that was one of my biggest fears. I remember like crying to you, JC, and being like, when I told her I was pregnant, because I was like, I'm so scared of like what my life's going to look like. And I don't want things to change. And I feel like there's a way to make it not. But also, I don't know if I have control over that. Mm -hmm. And just like, I don't know. I would see all these TikToks on my For You page about like, when you get pregnant, like you'll see who your true friends are. Like no one's around basically. I'm like, cool. (laughs) And then you guys, I feel like I've never felt more loved by you guys. Like you went above and beyond to make me feel so special and to constantly check up on me. And even in this season of being a new mom, like I'm like, oh my gosh, they're not just like season friends, like your life friends. And so I just love you guys so much. I know I was trying to think of ways because we were kind of talking about, okay, let's try and think of some ways that like we've done good at being there for each other. And I was thinking of that concept where it's like, that's the most recent way I can relate the same way where it's like, moms always say, I really want the village. Like, where's my village? Like I had this baby and now I need a village. And I was saying, it's not that people girls or like uh, moms want a, a village to take care of their baby to like come over and do everything for them and watch them all the time and change all their diapers and do all that stuff. They just want people champion, uh, champion. How do you say Championing. that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like rallying around them, rooting for them because it gives you like this little cushion where it's like uh, you just checking on me. You just letting me know you're here for me and being happy for me is your way of being my village of your way of being like I know you can do this you got this and I'm here if you ever need me and I think it's like it's not that hard and I think sometimes it holds people back from trying like I want to be a better friend to someone but I don't know how to support them and it's like just stumble into it just try you might say the wrong thing you might you know do something that's overstepping or whatever but just try and be there for them and I feel like it's once you start you'll know like it can kind of be scary I don't know And I think on the receiving end, another thing that we are good at, just as friends to each other, I think, is kind of respecting each other's, let me see, I think you had written something down. Yeah, like respecting each other's space in in the sense of like, if someone cancels or if someone's like, I'm just like not feeling well or like, honestly, I'm so overwhelmed, I can't come tonight. Like, none of us would be like, oh, wow. You know, we totally respect each other's like space and boundaries in that way. And I think going off of that, even on the receiving end of like, maybe if you feel like you're struggling, I feel like none of us have unrealistic expectations of like, oh, you guys are my everything and you need to do everything for me. It's like, we, we know that we all love each other and that like, we're going to be there in whatever capacity we can. And I, and I also know, like, if I was to be like, you guys, like if I was to text you in a group message and be like, I'm really struggling, which like I never do because I'm stupid, but (laughs) sometimes I should, like you guys would all 100% be there Mm -hmm. to like rally around. And I feel like that's such a comforting feeling. Yeah, for sure. I, I actually made a note about the space thing, like friendships that give you space to grow and heal and even cancel when you need to like that's been like the most important thing I feel like like I never feel guilted by you guys for needing 
space for myself, but also I feel like I'm able to reach out whenever I need you guys and you guys are there immediately. Like, yeah, it's the both and and it's beautiful. So I agree. I feel like going off of that, a reason that maybe it's a symptom of that, I guess, is like respecting each other's space is when you show up uh, somewhere with your friends, for example, they hold space for you as you are and not like, okay, so say you're always the silly, goofy, crazy one and you go hang out with your friends and you feel like you always have to be like that. So then you're more like, okay, well, I'm not feeling like that. So I'm not going to go hang out with them or I'm not going to do this because I can't be that person they're expecting me to be. But I feel like all of us really like are okay if one of us shows up and they're like, in a pessimistic mood or they're not feeling good or they're stressed and it's okay. We're not like expecting, like holding everyone to the standard because we know I feel, I read this quote from TikTok (laughs) and it was like, if you are forcing your positivity on people, it's dehumanizing them. It's like, no, I need you to be happy for me because I can have emotions. I can have sad days, but you need to always be positive and optimistic and you need to be in a good mood for me because it's easier for me to be around. But I feel like all of us, it's like, we cry around each other all the time. We have bad days. We're able to cancel on each other because we know like the other the other people will understand. It's like, I'm PMSing. I'm going to be a brat. Sorry, I'm not coming. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So I think that's a key point as well. One million percent. I just read this book, which it's not, it was like a novel, like a fiction novel. It was called Happy Place, I think. It was very cheesy. It was cute. It was sweet. But literally at the end of the book, I was literally sobbing on the plane because why am I literally crying so hard over this quote, you guys? It, it, it was like kind of at the end, it was like tying up like all these friendship, like, I don't know, like the book was being tied together. You yeah. know what I mean? And there was a lot of things about friendship in the book and how it was essentially what I was just saying, where it's like everyone was in a different chapter of their life, but they they had been friends for a long time. And it was actually the exact example. This girl like got pregnant and she was saying like, I'm just so scared because like we've always been friends, you know, and now I'm scared this is going to change things. And like the girl said to her, I don't need you to stay the same. And like, I know that sounds just like so simple, but I was. And then she said, "Um, it's not having things in common that makes me love you. Ah, I'm sobbing by it. That's so cute. (laughs) And I was like, that is so beautiful because I feel that way about all my friendships. Like, I think the most like compassionate and what's the word I'm looking for? Like valuable thing you could ever tell someone is like, I don't need you to stay the same. Because it's like, sometimes like Chelsea was saying, you feel like you always have to be this certain person. But if someone's like, I don't care, I don't need you to stay the same. Like, it's not just having things in common with you that makes me your friend. Like, I just love who you are. It's just makes for such a more deep and beautiful friendship, I think. And yeah, anyway. Yeah, you feel more comfortable being yourself around other people as well. Like when you are open to them changing, you're more open to your, like you're more open to taking off your own mask around them. Because we were talking on the beach the other day. Rachel did cancel when we went to the beach, but we respect her boundaries. (laughs) I had period cramps, okay? (laughs) No, that's very valid. PMSing in periods, like no expectations. But we were talking about how, well, JC and and Danny were talking about like, oh, I'll, going into motherhood, like I'm so scared of losing that like go-getter. Like I'm such a entrepreneur. I love going and uh, getting my dreams and just chasing after them. And what happens when I have a baby? Am I just going to stop caring? Like I don't want to stop caring. And we were saying the same thing. It's like I was telling them, I literally on on the very bottom of my list of like why we're friends is because you're a go-getter, like because you're good at business. Like I don't care if you said I'm never going to work a day in my life again. I have no dreams or expectations business-wise, I would not care. I'd still want to go have girls nights with you. And 
and hang out with you and talk to you and like be your friend. And it's so interesting that we have everyone has things like that where it's like, I need to be my friends expect me to be like this. Yeah. So I need to really try hard to keep that almost like persona up. But then if you have a bad day, it's like, maybe I'm not like that today. Sorry. But if they're holding space for you and if you're holding space for them, it's just easier to for everyone to just be themselves. I'm sobbing. <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> I'm sad. Rachel, don't move. You're annoying. <laughs> I know. It's really depressing, I'm honestly. Like, I'm like, you to stay the same. <laughs> <laughs> Never grow after that. <laughs> Full circle. Something else that I think that we're good at is <laughs> all of this episode has been what we're good at. <laughs> and I'll keep going. I and I have, well, I have a bunch more. I have a good one too. Is like making things happen, like following through on plans. And all of our trips are an example of this, obviously. I feel like we'll have an idea and it like pretty much always comes to life, whether it's like even just let's all go on a walk this weekend or if it's we're going to Europe, like we actually make it happen. And I think that that's obviously the way you keep up a friendship is spending time together and stuff. And so that's why we've been able to cultivate such an awesome friendship because we we really do see each other quite a bit and we like make things happen in our girls nights. We can go into the girls nights. Yes, I feel like this is my dream girl group because for so long, I feel like it's so easy to have like these hypothetical friends, you know, where you're like, oh my gosh, it'd be so fun to do this, but then it never happens. Mm -hmm. But something, we're all crazy enough <laughs> to just be like, let's book the trip to Paris, even though we don't know each other. And let's just figure it out when we get there. And it's just been, we have so many fun memories because of that. And we're not afraid to be extra. I feel like that's, sometimes people can feel stupid if they want to, you know, everybody dress up and everyone's like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, I don't want to do that. But we go oh, balls to the wall. One thing about us, we are Delulu. <laughs> oh, we are in our delusional era always. We are in, on theme and we are in Delulu. We're even on theme right now. We're all wearing white by accident. Yeah. We're always matching. That's another thing by accident. Mm -hmm. When we went on our walk recently, we're all wearing navy, which is kind of random. And then today we're all wearing white and like denim. So here we are. What was your thing that you think we do good at, Rach? Um, I said wholesome. And mm -hmm. I genuinely feel healthier after we hang out. Ooh, and I, I think that's that. like pretty cool because I never feel like crappy after we hang out or like self-doubting or like thinking like, oh, what I said was stupid. Like I always like genuinely leave like so filled up and happy. And I like literally can't ask for anything better. Like I love making my life about health even and like this just adds to it like tenfold. So I just can't imagine like being without you guys sometimes because that just adds so much to my life in such a healthy way. I love that. Good one. I know. I feel like when we left Solving, I was like on a literal cloud for two weeks. I'm, I'm still on the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea said that was the turning point when she was like, I need a home, not, a, yeah. not an apartment. Oh, yes. That did something to my soul. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think both of what you guys said, like put together is my favorite thing because we are extra and elaborate and we go all out and we do these crazy trips. But sometimes when we get there, it's like all we want to do is watch 13 going on 30 and like make pasta and just like have deep girl chats. And it is so wholesome and it's almost like nostalgic and like that like pure like childhood friendship. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to cry my <laughs> eyes out. I feel like it's, it's, it feels healthy because it's like healing our inner girl. Like, have you seen that TikTok of those little girls like running on the street and it's raining? They're probably oh, like eight years old or something. And In they're like barefoot. Hawaii or something. Yeah. And they're just like dancing. And I'm like, that is how it feels when we're hanging out. We like play 
pretty pretty princess detective games like and we we literally frolic, frolic and feels exactly like, we're not kidding it feels like we're not trying to pretend to be grown women who have to go do the things that you know obviously we do those things as well because we want to but it feels so healing when we hang out i feel like maybe this isn't a good episode to put out because we're like we're unicorns okay <laughs> you'll never find <laughs> a group like ours but i think there are so many other girls out there that are like that and that want that same friendship and you just have to find it i don't i don't know how but i know i wanted to go into that that whole thing too is like how do you find these friends and cultivate them because a lot of times when people write in that's like a huge theme on our podcast is like how do i find girl friends how do i navigate having female friendships in my 20s because tw- the 20s specifically, I think, are unique in the sense that kind of like I was mentioning, your life can be very parallel to most of your friends up until you're in like your mid 20s. And then I feel like there is no rhyme or re- there is no what's not the not the word expectation guarantee. There is no guarantee that your life is going to continue to be like that. Like after you graduate high school, honestly, is kind of when that ends. Because up until that point, your life is very similar to all the people around you. Like you go to school, maybe you have a job, maybe you do a sport, but it's like you're all kind of living the same type of life. And then after high school, you know, if you go to college and then you're all living that life together. But after that, it's like, okay, some people are getting married. Some people are moving away. And I feel like that's what makes friendships really hard in your 20s is that you are like you're transitioning in a lot of different areas. So are your friends. And they're changing, you're changing. It's just really hard to like keep the same friends for life. So I feel like it just ebbs and flows. But also one of my friends who is like 23, she was like, you have such good girlfriends. Like you have such a good group of friends. And like I, she was saying, I don't feel like I have that. And I was telling her, I'm like, I do feel like it took me mm-hmm. until my late 20s to get here though. And I was going to say, it does take time to, one of the points I wanted to make is it takes time to nurture a friendship to get to that depth. Or it's not like, yeah, we went to Paris and that's where we met. But even then it took time from how close we are now to when we were in Paris. It's way deeper. We've been through so many like life experiences together. And I feel like you have to have patience. You have to nurture that friendship and let it grow. And like we said, it might have growing pains at some some points, but that's how you keep a good, deep, meaningful, long-lasting relationship. So if you meet someone new and you're not like traveling the world together right away and talking about all these deep things and they're, you know, helping you heal your inner child at first, just take time to nurture that friendship and try to get there with them. And I feel like you have to not be scared of rejection with friends. Like- you have to, me and JC have been better about the spontaneous invitations and JC has rejected every single one. That and you have also rejected me. We've been, we're like trying to be more spontaneous. So she'll be like, hey, in 10 minutes, I'm going here if you want to come. Like, I can't have this appointment or whatever. And then I'll be like, hey, I, we're like driving next to each other. I'm like, hey, I'm going to run into this thrift store. She's like, I got to go home. I'm like, all right, <laughs> we tried. We'll continue. And we will continue. I feel like... Some people get scared of people thinking they're dumb or thinking like that's cringe for someone to invite, you know, them out somewhere. But like if you have a roommate or if there's someone in your class, you're like that girl. I just feel like we would be friends. I've seen, you know, I I just know. Just invite her to something. And if she's like, uh, you're weird and dumb, then obviously she's not supposed to be your friend. But (laughs) chances are. It's kind of like they say with a relationship or something. It's like 
what's meant for you will find you in a way. It's like, I feel like if you are, you have the urge to be friends with someone, nothing could like block you from that friendship. Like nothing you do or say is going to, does this make sense? Scare yeah. them away. Like I feel like at the beginning of our friendship, like sure, you're not your complete 100% self from the moment you meet someone. But like, if you're meant to be friends, you're never really going to be like too much or annoying for them. They're just going to like who you are and you guys are going to connect. I feel like you need like girls need to take the pressure off themselves too to be like best friends with the first per person mm -hmm. that they meet and go to coffee with. Like I have some friends that are just friends that you have you a lot of friends. <laughs> I know I have too many. But no, I love them. <laughs> like when you do a purge. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But the ones that stick around though, like through the phases of life, you know, like those are the ones that get the opportunity to grow because it just flows that way, right? It's natural. It, they naturally become closer to me. It just goes that way. So yeah. that's true. They're like different friends for different things. It's like your acquaintances a little further than that, where it's like you see them a little more often. You know, there's like different levels to friendship and it's okay and necessary for all of them to be a thing. We are going to talk about HelloFresh. So with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. I've really been in my cooking era lately and I'm so happy because it's so much fun and HelloFresh makes it so much easier because it skips all of the not fun parts of cooking and lets you do the creative um, rewarding part on your own, which is cooking the actual meal. So they have a ton of amazing chef crafted seasonal recipes that you can look on their fresh and fit summer menu and HelloFresh brings that flavor right to your door. I personally think that making a HelloFresh meal together is a very cute date night activity, whether it's with your, your partner or with like a new date, because you know, the meal is going to turn out well. That's something about HelloFresh is I have never had a meal that I did not like from HelloFresh. So they have pre-portioned ingredients and that helps cut down on food waste while step-by-step -step instructions make cooking a breeze, not a chore. HelloFresh offers 40 recipes to choose from every single week so you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. When you need dinner fast, don't call for delivery. Think HelloFresh. Their fast and fresh recipes are ready in just 15 minutes or less. They have quality proteins, fresh produce, and plans for many lifestyles. It's no wonder why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash WeSaid50 and use code WeSaid50 for 50% off plus free shipping. That is HelloFresh.com slash WeSaid50 and use code WeSaid50 for 50% off plus free shipping. I've been taking my Just Thrive probiotics for a couple months now, ever since we had Tina on the podcast a while ago, and I have been absolutely loving it. So Just Thrive probiotic, and they have a new supplement called Just Calm. They're here to help you reclaim your health, your happiness, and your peace of mind. Their probiotic formula is clinically proven to balance your gut. This is huge because as much as 90% of Americans have an overgrowth of bad bacteria in their gut, and studies show that an unhealthy gut can lead to an increase in stress hormones, which is a no-no. So their Just Thrive probiotic will help you stay ahead of things like gas, bloat, constipation. When your gut is balanced and healthy, you'll be able to hand stress really well. And it's just all around um, helps you out. When Tina was on the podcast, she talked a lot about how their probiotic is spore-based, which is unique from a lot of probiotics on the market. And the reason that I personally like really, really trust this one 
Um, They also have Just Calm, their supplement that you may have heard mentioned by some wellness girlies. It soothes everyday stress, encourages a steady and balanced mood, improves alertness and focus, and even helps you get better sleep. And everything is science-backed, which is amazing. The best part, you can test drive Just Thrive Probiotic and Just Calm risk-free with Just Thrive's lifetime money-back guarantee. So right now, when you go to justthrivehealth.com and use promo code what we said, you can get 20% off a 90-day bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic and Just Calm. That is like getting a month free. Again, the promo code is what we said for 20% off a 90-day bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic and Just Calm at justthrivehealth.com. I just saw this girl on TikTok posting about the six, like she had an idea of five or six. I can't remember. I kind of went over it fast, but different kinds of friendships or friends in your lives. And it's like one of them was the dead body friend where it's like you you can go to them with anything. Like if you really messed up, you know that they're going to be there for you. There's the good time friend where maybe they're not the person, you know, that you're going on morning walks with, but you can go with them and have a good time. The next one was like similar ambitions friend. And then there's like OG friends you've had for forever. And then there's your North Star friend, which is just like your soulmates. And I was like, uh, unfortunately, she's like, you can have all different. Sometimes they can be the same. I'm like, my friends are all of them. Sorry. like, I, And they're my everything. Sorry, you guys, you're stuck with me for life. But I do think that there are different like levels to different friendships. And if you put too much pressure, like you were saying, on one friend that you just meet where it's like, maybe they're just your good time friend. Or maybe they're just, you know, someone you talk about business with. You guys both like kayaking or something and you talk about it. But, Slay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing about Chelsea, she's going to make the most random. Um, <laughs> she's like, you guys could both be into like dinosaurs. <laughs> like, no, you know? true. No, I couldn't agree more. I yeah. love that. I think going back to the origin, I remember when you hired me, JC. Mm-hmm. And from the beginning, I was like, okay, like we have too much in common. We're going to be best friends. <laughs> but I struggled with that, with all my friendships, that rejection thing that we talked about. And so I always like played it too cool. Like I was like, I'm not going to like ask her to do anything besides work. And then one day we just like, I think said F it and cross that barrier. (laughs) But (laughs) we did. But I think that I've just come to realize with age that like everyone is craving that like deeper relationship. And this like weird fear of rejection is just holding you back from really sweet friendships. And like if we both didn't put our pride and our fear aside, then we wouldn't be sitting here right now. So it's like you never know. Like yeah. just go for it. Definitely. So true. Like dating. True. Like you Honestly, guys are my boyfriends. No, literally, <laughs> I feel like finding girlfriends is maybe harder than dating. And, like, and to find good or like to to meet up with a girl that you don't know to like go get coffee it's like I feel like I would literally be more nervous to do that than a freaking guy 100% (laughs) and I do feel like in a way (laughs) you should date your friends and like almost try and court them but expect nothing from them like that's a healthy friendship because they're probably going to do the same thing so it's it's better than a relationship because you can put your love into them and you're like okay well I want, again, you have to nurture the relationships. You're like, oh, you want to hang out? We haven't talked in a while. Like, what's going on with you? You know, whatever it is. Not court as in, you know, romantically, obviously, (laughs) unless you like that. But I do feel like it's, I was thinking about what balances out or, or what about female friendships? Like what that adds to my life specifically. And as I was writing it down, I'm like, 
oh my gosh, they, it's like somewhere where I personally, I'll speak for myself, feel safe. Like I have a husband and I, now I have a son. So at home, I'm like surrounded by boys. I grew up with all of these brothers. I'm going to cry. <laughs> all of these brothers. And I just feel like when I'm with girlfriends, like I'm nurturing my feminine energy. And it's like, it just feels safe. Like it just feels like this place where we're all similar. We kind of just like take a breath of relief. And not that I can't be fully myself around like boys, obviously, but no, men can just never. just different. <laughs> they can never. I was going to say, I feel like every trip we go on, we're like, we don't need men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then we're trying to pack up the car. We're like, crap. <laughs> no, it's true. There's something, there's something special about female friendships that are just, it nurtures a part of your soul that I don't think anything else could nurture. I feel like it makes you feel the most seen because mm -hmm. we all go through so much similar things. Like even like the bond of having a period even like and True. having babies and like going on dates and having dating experience, like all those things, like we all have those stories and we all have the, those things in common. And like, it just gives you the freedom to like be heard and be seen. Yeah, that's true. true. Not, not often do you get to be in a group of people who are just like laughing so hard, yelling all over each other. It's just so much joy, like in laughter, I feel like. I, when I was just in Hawaii with this group of, it was all girls that were on that trip. And I had the thought multiple times of like, we are all just, supporting each other so we don't know each other like a few of us knew each other from social media and stuff but I there were nine of us and I didn't know like seven of them before I walked in there and I saw this video that someone took like a behind the scenes and we were all shooting photos of each other and like in the video everyone's like you look so good like oh my gosh <gasps> turn right there like I'm like I'm gonna cry <laughs> like women are just so when when we are like in our power and like feeling confident there is no support like another Mm -hmm. like woman can give you you know what I mean there's no support like that yeah anywhere else I feel like definitely I was thinking about like qualities that are important in a friend and I guess something else that I think that we do well he <laughs> is just having self-confidence and like it's like I was mentioning earlier I think when and I've been in friendships like this in the past where like they, you or they in the relationship, one of the parties feels like the other is like they're everything. It's like you are everything to me. And like you have to kind of like you said, make me happy. You have to do this for me and a ton of expectations. And I think that comes from just insecurity of being like, I need someone else to to validate me, validate me constantly and fulfill me. And I think the older that I get, I really do believe that this comes with age a lot of times, but I think we're in a position now where we're all, yes, we have insecurities like everyone else does in the world, but we also are self-confident enough to not rely 100% on someone else for like everything. Yeah. And that makes our friendship just like honestly easier to be frank because it's like not so much pressure. Yeah. And I, I think it takes away the competition aspect as well. Like Danny was saying. Mm -hmm. I think if you're confident in yourself when other people like I think we're really what's important to me and I feel like we've done a good job of at least like I've felt the receiving end of it is let like making a moment out of someone else's moment for them. Like when one of us has a birthday or one of us has like a baby shower, or one of us has a special occasion or something like that. We make it a moment for them. Like we're not trying to insert ourselves and be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, make it about us. It's easier to just be there for them and, and celebrate them without feeling a sense of 
wanting to ruin their moment because you're jealous or something like that. Mm -hmm. For sure. It is like a dating relationship in the way of like when two healthy people come together, it's like beautiful. But when two broken people (laughs) come together, it's chaos. And I think we were just lucky to come together at a part in our late 20s, like we said, a part in our lives where we kind of went through the crap and figured it out a little bit. And like, we know who we are. I love that even our style, like all of us have like our own unique style. We all have our own unique hobbies and things that we like and we can come together and it just like works still like we just support and love like I love the way that you guys dress even though sometimes I can never wear what you're wearing you know (laughs) but it's like I love that about us we're like little brats dolls we have our own personalities (gasps) oh my gosh we should sell dolls after us ew (laughs) (laughs) I want a brats doll of me (laughs) okay true that would actually be so fun. Dress it different every day. Yeah. You know, have like different outfits for mm-hmm. your different moods. Wow. Not to play with. No, to no, sell. Just, make money off of. Oh, I was saying just to have like in your, in yeah, like yeah, your, yeah. you know, hanging up kind of. Not hanging. Mm-hmm. But like Please. sitting on a shelf. I was like, I can barely dress myself though. <laughs> I can't handle another doll. The Barbie. Um, what do you guys feel like are things, kind of just positive things that have come into your life from having female friendships that are strong? It's made me love being a woman. Like, I just see how beautiful you guys are. And it, like, literally ignites something inside me that's like, oh, my gosh, I just love being a woman. And that's something, I guess, that's, like, positive that comes from it because I haven't always had the best body image or, like, good thoughts about myself. And I feel like since being around you guys, like, you guys are so firming and so encouraging, like, and just, like, so, again, confident in who you guys are that it just, like, overflows into, like, me wanting to do like be exactly like you guys like be confident and be proud that I'm like beautiful and I'm capable like that's what I like genuinely like love about you guys and makes me feel like we have such a positive environment so yeah and and I think it's also when we see each other um being vulnerable or having our moments of self-doubt it's not like we're confident all the time but that almost makes it stronger where it's like okay we're all the same we all have good days we all have bad days but when we all have a bad day like we can be there for each other and be like okay I know you're feeling gross right now I've been there but trust me you look great you know Mm -hmm. and I think that's really just just so nice to have that cushion all the time Mm -hmm. yeah I mean you guys helped me heal so much family trauma (laughs) I'm like I uh, Before, I feel like I've never had healthy girl relationships, even stemming from family. And so I think even going into these relationships, I had so many walls or barriers or just places that I was scared to let people in. And I think that just having such beautiful, genuine relationships with you guys has like not only allowed me to let those walls down and kind of like Rachel was saying, like be the truest version of myself and feel safe and loved. But it's also like healed stuff from my past, which is so crazy. And so I don't know. It's, it is so, I think also I, I tell Chelsea this all the time, but I'm like, I think one of the reasons why I am a mom (laughs) and I am a good mom is because of Chelsea and like examples of friends that have gone before me and done it so well, but also 
just being loved and supported by friends here and like feeling like I have my village, I have my people and I am so loved and tapping into this new feminine energy where I'm like, I can be a mom and raise a kid. Like look how Chelsea does it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's oh my gosh, thank you. special. Cry my eyes out. What do you think, like specifically coming from that perspective of you not having good female friendships or like relationships in your life, what do you think... I don't know. How did you get to a point where you were able to like open up enough to allow health in that area? Just force our way. (laughs) Yeah, I think in a way you guys kind of force yourselves in. (laughs) I mean, Rachel and I have been friends the longest and there's been so many times where I have tried to distance myself when I've gone through things And Rachel's literally forced me to sit down and talk with her and have hard conversations. And I've never had anyone besides my husband do that. And so that's real love. It is. is. It is. And now we joke, we're like, we're lifers. Like, we're in this for the long haul because we like fought for it and we cared enough about each other to like discern that, okay, you're not doing well. Our friendship's not doing well. Like, what can we do to make this better? Like, how do I, Rachel's literally asked me, like, how do I love you in this season? Like when I'm struggling with my mental health or something like, it's so rare. I feel like to have friends like that. And I think I never even felt like I needed anyone else besides my husband. Cause you're like, oh, he's that person for me. But then Oh my gosh, like female friendships that do that are, they fill another part of your heart. Like Mm -hmm. that, it's so necessary. And so, yeah, I'm just thankful for friends who fight through the hard seasons and not even that it's been that hard. Like I think just in life we go through funks and I'm a runner. So (laughs) y'all keep running after me. (laughs) You You can't stay away from us for quick. We're track stars. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's if there's one thing about Rachel, she's gonna go deep and she's gonna like get to the bottom of it. And I love that about you. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're always willing to like, okay, let's cut the crap. Let's get to the bottom of like why we're feeling like this, what's going on. I just love communication. Like it clears so much up. Like if I feel weird between us, like I wanna sit down and figure it out because I love you. And I always wanna make that clear. Like I love my friends and I want them to feel loved and if you're going through something, like, let's talk about it, you know? And if you need space for me, let's talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm doing something that's pissing you off, let's talk about it. Like, the only way you can fix things is if you talk about it. And I feel like sometimes we get scared to open up and be vulnerable and talk about hard things because we're scared, like, of what the other person will think or we're scared the conversation's going to go really sour. But most of the time, like, it's ended really beautifully and it has helped us grow and get each like get to know each other more. And, again, it just builds that intimacy, right? So it's so interesting mm-hmm. as you're saying that. I'm thinking about how— it can be, I don't even have an answer to this, but it can be kind of confusing with boundaries nowadays where it's like, okay, I'm like, for example, Danny, if you were to be like, I'm setting a bound, like you're, you say you're setting a boundary, but really it's like you're distancing yourself because you don't want to go deep. You don't want to like open yourself up maybe to that. Like sometimes you leave a friendship because you, you're like, they made me mad. I'm out of here because you don't want to look at what maybe you've done wrong as well. But if you have a conversation, you sit down, you have to both take accountability and responsibility for like what, okay, yeah, I can see how I could have handled that better, but it could be just easier to run away. So sometimes it's like in that case, when it's hard to know when you're overstepping a boundary and like, okay, I don't want to like push you too far and like 
bug you to no end. But then there is, I mean, as women, sometimes I've done it a million times, like, I'm fine. I'm fine. But you're like, okay, I was going to tell you the next time you asked me what was wrong, I was going to actually tell you. I was going to open up. (laughs) Yeah. And ask me three. And sometimes you like that is a way that someone's showing you love is like they're pushing through to be there for you. So it can be a little bit. I don't know. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, nowadays, I don't know. I think just honesty, like, which I know that's obvious, but honesty is so important, obviously, in any relationship. But it's like, I feel like people are scared to be honest because they're scared that people will run or that they will be. I don't know. But I think when you are honest, like if I was to say, sorry, guys, that I've been I feel like I've been in a weird or bad mood lately. And the reason why is honestly just because I've been feeling insecure about A, B and C. In I feel like because that's such a common like we all have insecurities. And so we see ourselves in each other and honesty the only thing it does is bring us closer like I think that it's a common misconception of like I don't want to be honest like they might just you know run away and it's like the right friends will never run away when you're honest I feel like yeah you know what I mean that's true in any way on either end of the spectrum whether someone's like even if Danny like you normally just run away from those situations if you're able to go deeper with yourself and then tell Rachel like Honestly, it's taking everything in me not to just like run away from this conversation because I really don't want to have it. Like, I'm sure Rachel would be like, I appreciate the honesty <laughs> and let's still have the car. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I even had to practice honesty, which is kind of weird to say. But I think I was so scared to be honest sometimes, even in conversations I feel like we had in the past, like we would kind of like beat around the bush in certain instances. And then I feel like we've grown closer to like the last conversation we had, which was like two years ago. Like we had so much more honesty and it was just so much more more real. And so I feel like it's also okay to like work up to that, like, mm-hmm. or like practice it. And like, you're not meant to be perfect. And sometimes it is scary to be honest, but honesty really is the best policy. Yeah, <laughs> It has healed so many things for me. So, yeah. That's true. I think also being able to, on the other side of it, forgive and move on is really important. Kind of going back to that, you know, when people feel like they can't keep friends, it's like, okay, well, why did, does this keep happening? Where I've, a lot of girls will say that like, okay, I have a friend for a while, but then she was horrible and we are not friends anymore. Or then, oh, I don't know why she just ghosted me and now we're not friends anymore. And I feel like it takes both sides being able to forgive like after a conversation or after they've done something and understanding to be able to be like okay I can forget I'm not going to resent you from this I'm glad we've been honest and now we can forgive and we can move on and our relationship's even better actually now that it's we've worked it out I also think sometimes though like this is completely the opposite of what you're saying but in in some ways like two people are just not compatible to be friends oh yeah for sure and I think that that also is important to recognize like if you are constantly just in a battle with a certain friend it's like I don't know it has to be two sides yeah Yeah. like maybe you're just not compatible as friends and honestly you should not give each other much time anymore like I really do believe that yeah you have to find compatibility just as you would if you're dating someone yeah if you're having those conversations like every five minutes then you do run for real yeah Yeah. you just run girl (laughs) because it's not worth it it's like I feel like female friendships need to be this is just how I feel about friends in general. If you are not a light in my life and I, and you're 100% allowed to have dark times and I'll be there. But 
if the overarching theme in our friendship is not positivity and light, I'm out. Like point blank period. I am not wasting my time, my precious time on this earth with like people who I don't like the way I feel when I'm around them. And so I do think you have to be very like discerning about who you yeah, become friends sure. with. I feel like for me, it's it's not even necessarily positivity as much as it is unconditional love. Like I don't need you to be positive all of the time. No. And I don't need to, I don't want to have to rely on you even for that because sometimes you can be too reliant on people. Like I know for, you know, myself, it's like I could go to, you know, certain people and I almost like rely on them to put, make my mood better. But I feel like if, if we're, if there's unconditional love that I know is there and I can feel that from both like from you and I'm giving it to you, then I know that we can work on something. And yeah, life might take us apart anyways, but I know that that's like a real friendship that I, that's special, that I could nourish. And, you know, again, we may be different. We might have different things, but that we can make something really beautiful out of that. Mm -hmm. Any thoughts, Any thoughts ladies? ladies? No thoughts, just vibes. <laughs> I had a thought, but I lost it. <laughs> that's it's okay. Gone. Should we, should we go over some of our fave, our favorite memories together? Yes. Because that just sounds fun. We, obviously our France trip, so many things, so many things on that trip that were just iconic, iconic and funny and hilarious and just everything. And you know what is so amazing about that trip that I realized, you know, you don't always have to be similar as your friends. Maybe sometimes you need your friends to be that person that you're not. Me and JCR stay in the hotel <laughs> at night, like starting at 8 p.m. watching watching Catfish or watching another show. And we were in Paris and it was our last night, I think, in Paris. And we were like, no, like, we're going to go to bed. We were like dead set on going to bed, yeah. too. And Rachel and Danny were like, you guys, come on. And we we didn't really know each other that well, too. So it was like, they're like, come on, guys. It's our last night. We're going to go out to the Eiffel Tower. And <laughs> you're like, I can't think of something that sounds worse than getting up right now, <laughs> getting dressed and going. And you guys were like, no, we're going. Come on, you guys, pushing us. And we're like, you know what? We looked at each other we're like, yeah, you're right. We need to go out. And, and then we had the best, most fun night. And I really, from that moment on, I'm like, it's so amazing to be around people who do pick up where you lack, where it's like, mm -hmm. I would choose to just be, eh, I'm just going to stay home. And but unfortunately, so we are the same in that way. <laughs> yeah. We do not push each other in that way. Yeah. Like when we're comfy, we're like, we are comfy. We like give each other the look like, yeah, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> it's time to go back to the hotel. Yeah. I literally think that was the beginning of our friendship. Our midnight in Paris. That yeah. night, it really did. Yeah. It was like, okay. That was it. But do you guys remember what happened oh, after that? When we forget? when we went home and I had left the door to the Airbnb wide open <laughs> and there was probably a freaking guy ready to kidnap us in our closet. It's like 2 a.m. Paris. We get back. Our door wide <laughs> open. Our front door just wide open. We have us four girls have to go in and search the place to see if there is a scary killer man in the closets, under the bed. Like there's photo gear, laptops, everything just like right there in front of the door. <laughs> Literally my laptop, on the bed. <laughs> my laptop, like camera in full view when you when the door's fully open. It's a uh, miracle none of that stuff got stolen. Yeah, especially your vlog camera that you lost twice. Oh, yeah. That also was, was the highlight of the trip. I forgot about that. Uh, we that just, just really so got to know each other really well. We it was good because Paris was the warm-up, and then we got to Nice, and we had, like, two nights there or something, three days. And then at that point, it was like, okay, this is immaculate. The vibes are so great. We're mm -hmm. having the time of our lives. We're, re really, we're really bonded at this point, so everything that we want to do, we're like— 
We're just ready. Yeah. That's We're where like I learned that JC could dance because this was pre-TikTok. Wait, okay. So she wasn't dancing on the internet. <laughs> oh, yes. have better days. So <laughs> we're walking down the streets of Nice and something just came over her. Do you remember? You just started dancing. And oh, like, I oh, remember. And your ring that you had just bought flew oh. off your finger into the street. Not Never snaky, to be found. Not snaky into the vent. Never found again. Just had just purchased it. Like a gold ring. Like a literal real gold ring. Cool. <laughs> Never freaking found it. Does a dance move like a jazz hand flies off. <laughs> oh my God. All because of me being feral in the streets of Nice. My oh my God. I love that. That's when you Such peak with friends is like slap happy together out in public being hooligans. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. What are our other favorite trips? Because... We went to Summerland. I think Summerland what, for my birthday. Remember that Airbnb we stayed at? Yeah. That was just us four too, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. yeah, it was just oh, us. Oh, yeah. And that was such a fun trip too. That was We like painted on the balcony and just had a chill. Went to the beach. I think what I also love about our friend group is that we know how to chill. We do know how to mm-hmm. chill very we well. And your birthdays, I feel like we always have like a TV show we're binging. Like that trip was Catfish. And then the Malibu one was... Uh, 90 Day Fiance. Yes. Or, right? or Married, married oh, at Married Sight. at First Sight. Yes, yes. That's it. That's true. And, and then all... mine in Palm Springs, you're watching The Circle. <gasps> so true. Such good memories. And we all just like scream at the TV the whole time. <laughs> so obnoxiously loud. We're like, no! <laughs> oh my gosh. There's nothing better. In the cheer stunts. That oh. will forever... I love that memory. Chelsea. Oh, we went there. Put Chelsea here. I get mixed up between my birthdays when we went to Summerland and then Malibu. So Malibu, you were not there because you'd just mm-hmm. given birth. And then Rachel wasn't in Palm Springs. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it was Beth that was there at my birthday. Yeah. Oh, I miss Beth. I know. I really miss Beth. By the way, she's still with us. She just... Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> like... Um, we just don't see her as much because she lives further. But if you're listening to this, we love you, Bethers. Also, you know what? One of my favorite memories is dressing up for Halloween with wigs. <gasps> I forgot. A moment. Iconic. A moment we can simply not forget. And we, I remember afterwards, so we like went and took pictures of this random place in LA, just with flash, like literally a random parking lot. And then we went and got Taco Bell. And I was, we were filming stuff and I think I was posting on my story or something. I also think I was pre-TikTok or something. Maybe not. No, no it was TikTok because yeah. we made a TikTok. Oh, sure. did we? Oh, we did make TikToks. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I, I think I was posting on my story and people were like, this is giving like drunk, crazy girls and we are all fully sober. <laughs> and that's, that also sums us up. I feel like we can have so much fun doing, like literally it'll be midnight. We're at Taco Bell and people probably think we're like wasted and nope. We're just vibing. <laughs> yeah. It's like that high school vibe, you know, yeah. like the sober high school nights where you're just like at the mall acting stupid. Like yeah. that's just us yeah, in our late 20s. Mm-hmm. So goals. 100%. Basically, yeah, it is it's like it, it goes back to the childlike almost like girlhood. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I just love being a girl. We should talk about our girls nights that we do. Yes. Because that's let's something... give people the template. Yeah. Let's so they can the do template. this with their friends. Yeah. You guys have to do this. This gives me life. Same. You guys, you guys can tell us about it. We'll let you do the honors. How did it start? Oh, hmm. JC, you started it with your presentation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. In January, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we started, basically the template is one girl's night a month. 
and someone else, you know, we kind of go in a rotation. Someone new is in charge each month. So that didn't really start until in January. I did a vision boarding. We did like a vision boarding night. Was that just a random idea or had we talked about that before? I don't honestly remember how that I even I think I wanted to, to do it. And then we decided to make it a whole girls night. Okay. Because I was wanting to make a vision board for a minute. So. So basically I texted everyone. I'm like, guys, we're doing a vision board night. Come to my house. I think I had some of the some of the supplies, but then everyone brought us we were gonna spend a hundred dollars printing out photos. Yeah, (laughs) I'm sorry about that one. (laughs) I basically the thing is, I was like, we can't all make a vision board with just like random magazines. Like I need them to have their own Pinterest board where they print out like specific photos because we gotta get specific with the vision Mm -hmm. board. You know what I mean? By the way, how's how's the vision board going for everyone? (gasps) everyone Oh my gosh. I was looking at my vision board yesterday and I have done so much of it. I was shocked. It worked how vision board should work. Where I don't look at it every day and like, what can I do on my vision board today? But just naturally, I feel like because I put out the, like I had this girl and she's running. She was like, oh yeah, whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then like this cooking and I've been cooking so much lately. And I was like, oh my gosh, this worked. Thank you, vision board. Because it's been like six months. Yeah. How do you guys feel? You know, what's interesting is I actually, so in <laughs> December. Like everything's gone wrong. <laughs> so good. In December, I had this idea that I was going to be in Costa Rica at some point this year. I don't know why. That was just like my goal of this year. And I didn't even like have Europe really in my brain. I knew I was going for that gig, but no plans of moving there. And I ended up when I went on Pinterest printing out a ton of like European summer vibe photos. So basically my whole vision board is what's coming. So I'll report back. <laughs> it hasn't come to fruition yet. Has it happened yet? But... No, but that is interesting that you were like, oh, I'm just yeah. going to go to Costa Rica. And then and there's like your no, heart was telling you. There's like no else. tropical vibes on the mood board either which is interesting because I usually always go to Hawaii too but there's like nothing like your heart wanted Europe deep down what about you Danny yeah I literally was so my vision board's like by my desk and the other day I was looking and I was like I'm bored I feel like I've done all this (laughs) already (laughs) like I've accomplished it all the only thing missing is my European trip Mm -hmm. so I just gotta go visit Rachel and then we'll be thriving oh my gosh I I felt the same actually I was looking at mine because I have mine in my office too just right by my desk and I was looking at it I'm like pretty good pretty spot on for like the overall feeling I've been trying to cultivate this year I feel like Mm -hmm. so I'm happy we did that but yeah that's what spurred the monthly girls nights so we had so much fun we like Chelsea and Abby brought stuff for mocktails and we like had some food or some snacks and we just made our vision boards and it was so fun and we're like we should do this once a month like at least and so we kind of made it more of an official thing than like oh yeah you know again I do think we're good at executing like we don't just talk about something we really put it into action and so we're like, let's just alternate like, you know, someone new take it and we'll just kind of go in a rotation. And so I I was on one of my videos recently. I was trying to name the girls nights we've done. And I was like, OK, so we did vision board night. We did Galentine's that your Galentine's night. What was the next one? It was my failed paint party. <laughs> oh, that's when I didn't go to. I know. And that one wasn't, like, it was so windy that day. The weather was just not cooperating. So we just walked and got coffee and stuff. But it was so fun but, still. That's what I was just about to say. We like, need to redo it, though, before I leave. Because I'm like, July will be perfect weather to, like, yeah. paint at the park. Well, it's wait. good to have a, an activity to do, I feel like. But a lot of times, we just, like, end up hanging out, talking, and yeah, vibing. What was the next one? Was the next one the pizza one that we just did? Well, then Danny had her baby, so it was postponed because that was March. One of the months was consumed with solving in Danny's parties. 
and Rachel's <laughs> party. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. we did a lot because we did Rachel's Pilates party, Pilates princess party, for her birthday. Danny's Danny and Rachel's birthday is one day apart, so February is always a crazy month mm-hmm. for us. That's what it was. Okay, because I couldn't remember. I'm like, uh, I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah, we had a lot in one. Then we did Danny's thirtieth homestead. Wait, how would you describe that? Cottage core and Solvang. Yes. Oh, then we had my birthday in April. My birthday lunch. Oh, the denim that's right. One. The denim themed lunch. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. point of this was we were like, we just want to put stuff on our calendar where we are seeing each other and doing something really fun at least once a month. And then all of a sudden we were doing lots of things all the time. So I think it got True. a little blurry in there a little bit. Yeah. But we're back. But we're back, baby. Mm-hmm. And then this month we're decorating cakes, which will be so fun. And then I'm in charge of next month and I've been brainstorming. So we'll see what we do there. But even for... How, what do we think is the template to the formula for a perfect girls night? Obviously, there's tons of different. So you need an activity. Yeah. Whether you do the activity or not having the activity like planned, planned. obviously, 99% of the time you're going to do it. But even like well, the activity could be going on a walk. It doesn't yeah, have to be something true. crazy that costs a bunch of money. Well, I think first you need to mention people need to respond in the group message. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we're really good about like planning because when we're all active on the group message, we're like actually trying to lock in a date. Yeah, I feel like true. a lot of times like things don't happen because girls like will take a few days to respond, which is fine. But like just, I don't know, responding yeah, and making it happen is yeah. like a big part of it. We're not afraid to like tap like a question and do the exclamation point like, hello. Oh, I'm not <laughs> afraid to triple text you. Yeah. I will do whatever it takes. Yeah, I feel like an activity. I think we food. need a good theme. theme. A theme, a dress code. Mm-hmm. Even if the dress code is just loungewear at the beach. Yeah. We need a good theme and we need a good dress code. And you can I make it more. funny, mm-hmm. like the name of it too. Even if it is sweats, you can think of a funny way to tie it into wherever you're going. You know what I mean? Like slob kebabs and you could have kebabs and be in your sweats or something like that. Oh. But I'm like, that's the new, that's the next one. Slob <laughs> kebabs. <laughs> but I think good food is essential and or some kind of snack depends on the timing. But you know, as girls, we do like to munch, mm-hmm. like to snack. We like to sip. Mm hmm. Yeah, I feel like those are the main pillars. And good good people. Yep. Essential. And maybe some ambiance. At least 10K followers as well. <laughs> Just <kidding>. Bye. <laughs> some ambiance, you know, some some candles if you're at home or like a good playlist playing at a low volume. Yes. For the Galentine's one, uh, Danny went all out. She had like heart, yes. heart uh, pepperonis. I also think just putting effort into something, which we, Chelsea and I have talked about this without you guys but I've you know, just on our podcast in general like putting effort people could see that as like oh my gosh you don't need to like have a dress code to hang out with your friends and you don't like we have plenty of things we do where we're there's absolutely no dress code we're going to show up matching regardless somehow mm-hmm. but also I just think putting effort into something is good for everyone involved like mm-hmm. it's good for you you feel uh fulfilled you feel like you're you're doing something to Help your friends have a good time. And then on the receiving end, it's like so fun to go to an event or go to something where someone like cares and they put time into it. I feel like this kind of ties into like, I feel like we romanticize our hangouts, which honestly is a vibe and has made me do it in my daily life. Even like it makes things just so much better. Absolutely. And that's another thing that I think is so special about female friendships. I mean, males can enjoy this as well, I'm sure. But not a lot of the males that I know. Like if I'm like, we're going to go full out 
everybody has to wear this. We have to decorate like oh, this. Oh, they kill me. They're like, oh my, probably because they know they have to be doing most of the, the manual labor for it. But <laughs> but I feel like with my friend, my girlfriends, they're they're all on board. They they know they support you in that. Hundred percent in the extraness. Oh, guys. It's so fun. It's good being a girl. Mm -hmm. It is. It's good being a girl and having good girls. Exactly. Thank you guys for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Do you have any last words? I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I love you guys too. This is so fun. I'm happy that the audience could get a sneak peek into, you know, what Chelsea and I always mention you guys. And yeah, I'm just happy they could see more. JC and Chelsea are the real deal. It's so cool. Even when we went to the live show and we saw you guys up there, I'm like, this is how you guys are behind closed doors. Like you're the same up there (laughs) as you are in your living room. And it's just so fun being your friend. I feel so lucky. I love you guys so much. Oh my gosh. Thank you. That's That's so sweet. I know every time I'm sad and I like miss you guys, I'll literally turn on the podcast because it feels like (laughs) I'm just sitting in the room talking to you guys. So you guys really are the real deal. And I like... I get so happy that everyone gets to like get to know you the way I get to know you via the podcast even. So stop. I'm going to stop. That's why you guys need a podcast and you need to make more content so we can watch and hear you guys when we're lonely. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I love when my friends. We're giving, giving, giving. Yeah. Get nothing in return. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And y'all are taken. Okay. Interesting. Well, tell everyone where they can follow you on your European journey, on your motherhood journey, everything. Okay, my Instagram is at Rachel Jane and my TikTok's Rachel Jane W. Nice. My Instagram is Danny.ash and my TikTok is just Peachy Club. You know that your name in my phone is literally Danny Ash. Stop. That's so cute. Like, <laughs> why? Just because it's always been that, because that was your Instagram name. I love that. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoyed this week. If you did, make sure to post about it on your story. Tag us. We love to repost you guys. And if you're feeling extra generous, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and review either on the Apple Podcast app or on Spotify. We love you guys so much. And that's, that's what, what we said. said. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.